The Sunday is called the Good Shepherd Sunday. There's always a gospel read of the Good Shepherd, the theme of Good Shepherd. Uh, it's a very short gospel for year C. We're in the year C. It's very unusual. If you read the whole gospel passage from uh, Gospel of John, it's, it's quite lengthy. It would be nice really to read the whole thing. Uh, I guess the liturgy is for the sake of time, kind of like cut up in different pieces. But it still captures the, the theme of Good Shepherd, because we all need the Good Shepherd, someone who cares for us. But permit me to start, start with a story, and forgive me if you have heard the story before. I repeat myself. I, I guess I'm getting older, too. Uh, but I think it's a very powerful story to capture your attention and to see why we need the Good Shepherd. So this is the story of, of a man called Jacques Fesch. Jacques Fesch was a Frenchman, uh, as a young man, he grew up in an uh, upper-middle-class family in France, a uh, little bit uh, disturbed family, uh, quite dysfunctional. Uh, his father was a banker of Belgian origin, atheist, uh, artist, different things. So he grew up in this kind of a house that he didn't have enough faith. Uh, Jacques didn't have a good relationship with his parents uh, initially. And he had great ambitions, but no money. So at one point, he decided to rob a bank. And he did rob a bank. And when he was chased, he fired a gun and shot a man that was chasing him. He was a detective. And for that uh, reason, he was, he was captured immediately. It was uh, in the 50s of the 20th century. And for that was capital punishment back then in France. So while in prison, why I'm sharing this story, because while in prison, he met a chaplain who started talking to him about Jesus, about God. And of course, there are chaplains, you know, that's the role to talk about Jesus. And initially, Jacques rejected the whole notion of, of Jesus, of God, of mercy. But something changed in him one day. Something clicked in him, we can say, in our modern language. And he started following Jesus, and he started writing then his memoirs and letters to his wife, he was civilly married, as well as to his mother. And very moving, the book with his memoirs is called Light Over the Scaffold, I strongly recommend to read. And then he became a great example to many other fellow prisoners, how you can change your life, turn around. Jacques changed so much that he became like a saint in prison. He was sentenced and he, he was guillotined eventually in 1957. But that time spent in prison made such a great impact on him. When he was about to die just a, a few hours before his death, he said, I am going to see Jesus. His faith has grown so much. And why writing to, to his mother-in-law, he said these words, here is where the cross and its mystery of suffering make their appearance. The whole of life has this piece of wood as its center. We can have no genuine hope of peace and salvation apart from Christ crucified. Happy the man who understands this. I think it captured your attention, and that's what I wanted, really. 
the story that captures your attention. This was the young man that grew up without a shepherd, we can say. There are so many voices in the world, and we try to hear different voices and to whom we listen. Jesus says, hear the voice of the good shepherd, basically. My sheep hears my voice. My sheep hears my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. If we don't have the good shepherd, whom are we following? The thing is, the very basic thing of our life is that we need relationship. We need relationship. And it really matters what kind of relationship. Unfortunately, a lot of our families are quite dysfunctional. And our relationship or relationships are not the best there. And if we grow up in dysfunctional families, we become dysfunctional too. It's very simple. That's why we need God in our life. Because there's no perfect family. So don't blame your family if you see your family some, somewhat dysfunctional. Don't blame your family, please. We are all affected by sin. And we need Jesus, our Lord, as the good shepherd, leading us to green pastures. The theme of the good shepherd is so rich in biblical terms. In the Old Testament, the good the shepherd was seen as God. God was the shepherd of Israel who led them first out of Egypt and through the desert and through many other the centuries of, of persecution, of exile. It was God, the good shepherd. So when Jesus talks about good shepherd, he uses the image of the shepherd. The Jews who heard him, they must have thought immediately about God. Why he's talking in these terms? Is he God? Yes, as we know. Jesus is God. So he pointing to himself, I am the shepherd that will lead you to green pastures. The very famous psalm that we often sing, the Lord is my shepherd. That's exactly about God. The Lord is my shepherd and Jesus is the shepherd. And the green pastures, what are the green pastures? Is the life in God. In the Old Testament, it was the commandments, Torah, that was revealed on the Mount Sinai given to the chosen people. For us, it's also the commandments, but also the commandment of love in Jesus Christ. And it's, it is our relationship with Christ himself. When we come to the Holy Mass, that's what we do. We foster the relationship that changes our life. The relationship that changes our life. And that's all we need in order to be changed, we cannot do this on our own. Very often, when people come to uh, confession, uh, I recently was trying to be like more, provo more provoking, and they say, and I repent, and in Polish I was listening to some confessions, I was back in Poland, and I, they say, we have this formula when they say, you know, and I, I promise to fix my life. And kind of like, it's like, I say, great, you promise you fix your life, how? You cannot promise that, really. We, it, it's kind of a formula we just repeat, you know, act of contrition. But it's impossible unless we are in that relationship that changes us. It's impossible otherwise. The image of Good Shepherd then stir, should stir us in us the trust that we need in order to change. That's the only way that we can change. And also the knowledge that we are loved no matter what. Like the story of Jacques Fesch. I know that people say, Father, don't repeat again, God is love and all of that stuff. 
But we need to hear that over and over again. We are loved. You are loved, each one of each and every one of you, here, as you're sitting here, by God Himself. And this is the greatest knowledge that we can acquire. That we are in this beautiful relationship that changes each one of us. Also, with the theme of the Good Shepherd, we can talk about the theme of the Blessed Mother, because she was the one that followed the shepherd first. And she always heard the voice of the Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ. Today we're going to have crowning at, after the final blessing of the, of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the statue that we have here. But this is the image of the Blessed Mother whom we should seek also in order to come to Jesus. Today is also Mother's Day. And I think all the mothers here, you want to be good mothers. And sometimes you struggle how to be a good mother. How to be a good mother. You try your best and then there's some failure. And your children are not very grateful. First, children or sons and daughters, please say thank you to your mothers when you go home. It's very important. Not now, not yet. But at home when you leave. And also look into the Blessed Virgin Mary. How to become true woman and good mother. And that starts really with listening to God first. It is not our idea. It is what God intends for each one of us. And God has a great plan for maternity. So I encourage you to pray the rosary and the litany of the Loreto. It's a beautiful litany. As we strive to listen to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. May the example of the Blessed Virgin Mary and her intercession help us to be obedient to the voice of the shepherd. O Blessed Virgin Mary, the refuge of sinners, pray for us.